Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. Christmas without Christ? And I'm not talking about Merry Xmas or generic greetings like Happy Holidays. Isn't it possible for Christians to celebrate the holiday and completely miss out on Jesus? More and more, I see defensive Christians defending their right to erect nativities in public parks or place Christmas trees in school buildings. Perhaps there's a reason to take a stand, but too often we forget to display the grace that is available through our Savior. May Christians everywhere rediscover the true joy found only in Christ this holiday season. Christmas, it's a rare opportunity to boldly love the way Jesus loves. Angels, long ago telling the shepherds, don't be afraid, I bring you good news that'll cause great joy for all the people. This Christmas, may we proclaim the good news of Jesus to everyone in love. God offers grace to all, and as Luke 2 tells us, that grace should lead to joy for all nations, all peoples. I'm Charles Morris, and welcome with me as we begin a new series this week called The Many Names of Jesus. With Christmas two weeks away from today, yes, you heard me right, I want to explore some of the unique names and titles that belong to Christ. And as we do this, we'll see that Jesus is the name above all names. And we'll also hear from a friend of mine who has a unique way of sharing Jesus this time of year. Sometime during the party for about five or ten minutes, we stop the party, we bring out a cake, we sing happy birthday to Jesus, and then I give a little five-minute message on what it really means about why Christ is in the middle of Christmas. Just before we hear more from Dr. Walt Foreman and dive into God's Word, I want to help you with Christmas shopping this year. And I have two gift ideas that boldly proclaim Jesus. First, you just heard Joy to the World from the John Rutter Christmas album. This album has been loved for many years in my household. It's full of 23 songs that will lead you in worship this Christmas season. Get a CD for yourself. Get one to share with a loved one for Christmas. Second, we have the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook set. Two cloth-covered hardback books sharing Christ in all the scripture for young and old alike. It comes in a well-made slipcase and includes 45 stories from the Old and New Testaments, all pointing to Jesus. You can listen to samples from the John Redder Christmas CD and look at sample pages from the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook set when you visit Haven Today. You can make your gift there also at haventoday.org or call us after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And to make sure the CD or the books arrive before Christmas for you and as well as for those you love, you can select expedited shipping at our website or ask about it when you call. And as I've been cheering the last couple of programs together, giving has been very down the last few months. We've heard that from other ministries as well. But we could really use your help by December 31st. If you're in the U.S. and have a retirement plan or a donor-advised fund or appreciated stocks, there may be some better ways for you to help this Christ-centered ministry. Go to haventoday.org, press the Give button, and look at other ways to give. If you're in Canada, 
give us a call for your options at 800-65-HAVEN. And now let's open our program today on this Monday with Point of Grace. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given.
Well, I haven't heard that in about one year, but I'm glad to hear it every year for and to us, Point of Grace and their Winter Wonderland album here in this haven today and a program called The Many Names of Jesus. I'm Charles Morris. Now, before we go to God's Word, I want you to hear from a friend of mine. A few weeks ago, I was in Florida and I caught up with Dr. Walt Foreman, who does something most interesting every Christmas. And I hope it encourages you to share the gospel with others this year. So with me is a good friend of mine, longtime friend, Walt Foreman. We're in Florida together. Well, I want you to tell me, I don't know if it's a brainstorm. I don't even think you came up with the idea, but you've been doing it for a number of years now. Just tell our listeners what you've been doing. Yes, yeah, so um, we have a, a neighborhood Happy Birthday Jesus party early in December every year. And I think we're getting ready for our eighth one. And what happened was one time we were having a Bible study at the house, and I I confess that I felt felt really bad that I had never gone around to our neighbors and actually presented the gospel to any of them. And so one of the ladies at the, um, at the Bible study said, well, why don't we invite them over here and have a Christmas party? I said, that sounds good. So that's what we did. We got up a little invitation and invited everybody over. And then uh, we do it every year. Take it. It's about two and a half hour party. We have it out in the open. We want the neighborhood to see all the neighbors coming in case they don't come, and then next year they'll want to come. That's been a good outreach. And basically what we do, we, we, we have the party. We, we like to do, uh, we don't do too many chairs because we want people to circulate and talk because our neighborhood, I think, is like a lot of neighborhoods. Most of the neighbors don't really know each other. Mm-hmm. So now they get to come together and meet their own neighbors. Number two, they get to have a really good time. And number three, sometime during the party for about, five or ten minutes, we stop the party, we bring out a cake, we sing happy birthday to Jesus, and then I give a little five-minute message on what it really means about why Christ is in the middle of Christmas, Christ Mass. And um, each each year is a little different, but it's, it's about the gospel. And that way we know everybody there has at least heard the gospel. i got to admit, Walt, the first time you told me you were going to do this— uh, I laughed. I shouldn't have laughed. It's a great idea. But what everybody's listening, wondering right now is, have you ever seen any fruit born from having a happy birthday Jesus party at Christmas? Uh, Absolutely, because three things we're looking for is, number one, people have a lot of fun. And we see that people love it. Number two, people get to know each other in the neighborhood. And we see that people even know my name now. I know their names. We didn't know them before. And, of course, the main thing and the, the most important thing is, do people come to Christ? And, yes, I'm sure people have come to Christ. I know one specific. He's my best friend. And uh, he, we, we knew each other since grade school. And I prayed for this guy for 35 years. And that's when he came. The first time we had a party, that's when he came to Christ. So I know that does work that way. And uh, so it's a great thing. And you can do it real simple, real easy. Anybody can do it. And it it is a great outreach um, without a lot of work. Walt Foreman, what a great idea. Maybe somebody else is going to say, I'm going to do that in my neighborhood. Merry Christmas to you, brother. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. (laughs) We wish you a Merry Christmas. We 
wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you so much, Walt Foreman. Here on this Many Names of Jesus on Haven Today, John Redder's version, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Think about that. Inviting your neighbors over for a happy birthday Jesus birthday party. And they had a crowd when they had it last Friday, I might add. Well, Jesus is called by so many names in the Bible, and especially around Christmas time, we hear a lot of them. It's important to know the Lord's names because they tell us who he is. Remember what the Apostle Paul telling us in Romans 10.9? Those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can we call upon the Lord's name if we don't know what it is? How could we have faith in the Lord Jesus if we've never heard of him? Thankfully, the Lord hasn't left us to figure that out on our own. He has come to us in the person of Jesus Christ to reveal himself. When we see Jesus, we see God Almighty. I want to share a passage of Scripture and point out just a couple of things that it tells us about Jesus. Philippians 2. I'll pick it up at verse 5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him, and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus Every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Christ Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The first thing I want to mention is that this passage is Paul's Christmas story. Jesus Christ, the one who came as a little baby to Bethlehem, was in the form of God. This might not sound like he's saying Jesus is God himself, but he is. He means that Jesus Christ, like Hebrews tells us, is the radiance of his glory, the exact imprint of his nature. Paul was talking about humility, and his best example is God, the Lord Almighty himself becoming a man. Paul puts it this way, he took on the form of a servant, and that reminds us that Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve And more than serve, he was born to give his life as a ransom, to be obedient even to death on a cross. Paul's Christmas story reminds us that God the Son came as a man to save us all. Another thing this passage tells us is that Jesus has been exalted. We sing about that in the Christmas song, Gloria in Excelsis Deo, Glory to God in the Highest. It is a song celebrating the Incarnation, reminding us that the coming of Jesus was a glorious thing. I know Christmas sometimes doesn't feel very glorious. The rush to find the right presence, the disappointment of plans going wrong, or the anxiety of family tensions around the dinner table— 
Maybe there will be an extra empty chair this Christmas. We need to remember that the Lord Jesus became like us, that he suffered like we suffer. But we also need to remember that he is God. He is in control. He has been exalted. What does it mean to be exalted? It means to be worthy of praise. It means to be worthy of worship. In the midst of a busy season, you and I can be confident that we belong to the King of Kings, who has been exalted. When the angel appeared to Jesus' earthly father in a dream, do you remember what he said? His name shall be called Jesus, Yeshua, because he will save his people from their sin. His name in Hebrew was Joshua, the Lord saves. That's the last thing I want to share with you today, that Jesus has the name above all names. It's right there in the Philippians passage I just shared. Jesus has been exalted, and the Father has bestowed on him the name above all names. The one who humbled himself in a manger, the gruesome death on the cross, and a cold, lonely grave. He's the one who died and rose again for you and me. And Jesus' coming is a triumph. When we celebrate Christmas, we can't help but think of Easter. And actually, we should think beyond Easter. In Philippians 2, Paul points us to that day when every knee will bow. Every tongue will declare that he is the Lord. This side of Christmas, we can look forward to that day. But what a joy that we can stand here where we are today and willingly bow our knees and happily, gratefully confess that Jesus Christ is our Lord who saved us from our sin and misery. Our circumstances shouldn't determine who we are because we belong to the Almighty Christ who is exalted above all things. We worship Jesus because he has been exalted with that name above all names. No one can do what Jesus has done for us. No other name is capable of saving us. And this is what Peter told that first group of Christians in Acts 4.12. No other name has been given by which we can be saved. When we call upon the name of the Lord, it is the name of Jesus that must be on our lips. So as Christmas, it's two weeks away. We can easily forget this, can't we? In the midst of the Christmas season, overwhelmed by greed and materialism, it's too easy to forget that the true reason for joy is Jesus Christ. So as we continue to look at the many names of Jesus this week, let's remember Christ, God the Son, who brings us to the Father by way of the Spirit. Because of Jesus, we have access to our God and Father, and we have a sure hope and a joy this Christmas. Good people, all this Christmas time, consider well and bear in mind what our good God for us has done in sending his beloved son with Mary holy we should pray to God with love 
this Christmas day in Bethlehem upon that morn there was a blessed Messiah. People all this Christmas time, consider well and bear in mind what our good God for us has done in sending his beloved son. That's from the Wexford Carol that we just heard from John Rutter on its Christmas album here in this haven today. And I'm Charles Morris on a program called The Many Names of Jesus. Please join us all week as we explore more of the names and the title that belong to Jesus, like Messiah. Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, 
And as I said when we opened the program, Christmas is only two weeks away. Time is flying by. The hustle and bustle of shopping is peaking. But if you're like me, you may still be looking for just the right, maybe even unique presence for someone special in your life. Well, why not send them something that's Christ-centered this Christmas? And two things come to mind. First, the John Rutter Christmas album. We just heard Wexford Carol, 23 carols in all, that'll warm your heart this Christmas and point you to worship Christ more. You can hear samples from the album when you visit our website, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. But second, we have the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook for your minimum gift to the ministry. Two cloth-covered hardback books, gold-foiled stamping, coming in a beautiful slipcase, sharing Christ in all the scripture from both the Old and New Testaments. Two books in all, teaching about God's kingdom through illustrations and storytelling. And when you contact us, look online or ask about expedited shipping so we can make sure we get it to you by Christmas. We'll get it out the door ASAP for the holiday. We're answering our phones 24-7 this time of year, so call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or one more time, our internet address is haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow on Tuesday when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. He's really old. He's good-natured, joyful, but keeps a list of all the good and bad things you do, and the day is coming when he'll pull out that list and reward those who were good enough to make the cut. And lots of people believe in him. So the question is, who am I talking about? Santa? I know it sounded that way. But take away the sleigh, reindeer, and the red suit. It's basically what the average person believes about God. The only problem is, that's not what the Bible teaches. We read instead that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So this Christmas, don't forget, it's not about your perfect record, but about the one who came to do what you and I could never do. Grow in your walk with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.